Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffern and Reed. Heffern and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffern and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffern and Reap Show. Oh, see, once again, it, it sounded perfect. I was hitting that stuff just, it, I was like a maestro. I was like conducting it perfectly with almost flawlessness. And the first thing out of my mouth is the mic not on. Listen, you know what I mean? Let's just strive to be a little bit better. That's all I ask. It's the Heffern and Reap Show with just John Heffern. John Reap is is away. Hold on. Let me just, let me, let me get this out of the way. You're listening to Heffern and Reap. One of the Johns is out, so per their agreement, when one's gone, the other will talk positive about them and plug dates for them in their absence for 15 seconds, starting now. Everybody, please go to at John Reap on Twitter. Go to at John Reap, uh, dot com. John Reap is a movie star, so he can't be here. Go see him. He's very funny. Uh, say hi to him on Twitter, at John Reap. Okay, now back to the show. <laughs> That's how we do this. Well done. Well I have my done. guests. I'm going to switch up this way. I have my guests uh, with us this show. Very lovely, talented uh, Tammy Pescatelli is on the left, and in front of me, uh, the lovely and talented Alonzo Bowden. You might uh, recognize all of our names from 1973. <laughs> on Welcome Back, Connor. When we were on Welcome Back, Connor together. As we were we were extras. We were students. Remember that class? Yeah, I yeah. Don't remember? I was hotsy totsy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the, the season we were on. I think was the best Welcome Back Cotter season ever. It was. It was I didn't expect Boom Boom to be the breakout black guy, <laughs> but he did it. Do you realize we were on Last Comic all together now? Uh, f- almost. Don't even say it. Do you realize how long it's been? Almost a decade. Yeah. Do you realize we started auditioning almost? You know, it'll be almost ten years because it, it was about a year process of the auditions. Do you guys still use it as an intro when you're – do you care? Do you not care? I don't because you guys won, so you can say winner. I don't because everybody uses Last Comic, even if they were just in the early parts of Last Comic. I don't use it, but people will use it. You know what I mean? Like when they introduce you – like I just did this fundraiser, and they have somebody from the group introduce you, right. and that's the first thing they want to say, winner from Last Comic Standing. I like using guy who happens to be here. That's, you know. I also think by the time you get there, no one cares what you've done. They're already there. Yeah, because people are kind of like, I've tried to do that as an intro where I just tell whoever's bringing me up, just say John Heffron. Because I think that's kind of a baller move is not to give any intro whatsoever. Right. You know, in the UK, they're like, why do you Americans do that? Right. Well, that's they don't, how they, they used don't to give do it. any history, or you know, he's been on, or he's she's done. They're like, just give the name. Why? Right. Do you, who cares what you've done? It's what you're going to do now. in the next hour. You know, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Yeah, but do you use that, or if they don't give you an intro, if if somebody just says that, ladies and gentlemen, okay, the the feature leaves, ladies, blah 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 blah, Tammy Pescatelli. Does that does that throw you off at all before you get on stage, or do you need to hear some stuff that you've done 
just to amp your own self up before no, you No, I don't need it, but I needed to know how much time it's going to take me to walk to the stage because I hate not timing the walk to the stage correctly to continue the applause. It's uncomfortable, you know? that walk. Yeah. I, I probably- you had a recent walking incident oh. yeah i i, 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 I yeah Tell me, i, I what told happened? that at the last podcast where i had uh when i was on with the muppets right right the wall didn't move properly i was there i was supposed to stand on an x wall moves up i walk out right after kermit introduces me kermit by the way <laughs> my intro was this guy's he a real walk. big fan of soccer was my intro from Kermit. Okay. I mean, it's Kermit the Frog. You really can't say anything, but it's like, where'd you get that from? Nowhere right. on any bio <laughs> does it say I'm a soccer fan. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. Right. And then the wall doesn't come up. Long story short, everyone cheers for me. Yeah, hey, I love soccer. Yay. Minute and a half goes by. Wall doesn't move. Wall finally goes up. Then I walk out to the mic to dead silence. Uh, but they'll fix it. They'll fix it on the, po- on the broadcast, but live it just sucked. Live it yeah. just sucked. The only yeah. thing I hate when the intro, and you get this when you do colleges, when they say the name first. Oh, it's the worst. Ladies and gentlemen, Alonzo Bowden. He's won last comic standing. Yeah. He's been on the Tonight Show, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like, like well, this. Go ahead, you do kinda... it, and I'll do the applause. <laughs> Ladies right, and gentlemen, ahead. Alonzo Bowden. He's been on the Tonight Show, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think he's got a call coming in on We all have the F's same ringer, though. Podcast. No, I think this that, one's me. And I'm actually going to take it, John. Are you really going to really? take that? The, the no, call? no, I wouldn't uh, do that. No, what's uncomfortable uh, for me is the uh, afterwards. I always tell whoever's hosting, when I say goodnight, you're on stage about as fast as possible. Right. For some reason, like sometimes when you do Canadian tours or if you do a theater, they make you go out for a curtain call. Right. Where right, everybody right. has to go back out there and wave again. Nothing gets me more nervous and going back out, saying, waving one more time after I just did a 45-minute show. Right. I, I hate it. I don't like hanging out there. The bow or whatever. Listen. The, I, I don't know I, why. I, I, uh, you know how like there's, there's certain things that happen and you feel great? And then I guess, it, at least in my life, the moment something good happens and something takes me down a notch. Like I'll never be so egotistical. Like I was doing uh, the Lucy Fest, right? And I told you guys I was working with Lucy Arnaz, the, the yeah. legendary, right? And I get a standing ovation, and I walk off stage, and she goes, come back, come back. They're they're standing for you. So I go back out to, to say, you know, just give them a wave, and they close the curtain on me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so it doesn't it's better as good as you can get, and then it's something that takes you right back down. Now, uh, how is your heckling thing going, Tammy Pescatelli? Just uh, on, a, on a side note, maybe a couple of weeks ago we talked to you where right. uh, a chick uh, was douchey and yeah. tossed something at you. Yeah, well, it, it's good now. I mean, they, I think they, they charged her. And I think it made it caused a lot of comics to talk. Real comics got it, you know, I think. I was fine. I'm okay. It was right. just the whole idea that it just don't tell me that. As a comic, I don't have, I don't know, Zoe, I haven't really talked to you, but we talked talked on the phone. You can't tell me that I can provoke someone with my words and I'm responsible for someone being physically violent because then that shuts us down effectively. Because how do I know what provokes someone? What if I tell a joke about lint and someone's father choked on a ball of lint? So that means they get to punch us in the face now? Right. You know, there's no way to cover yourself when that's what the legal system says. I mean, that's what's going on all through comedy, right? I mean, because it, it was just, I don't know if the timing of the incidents, right? But you had your incident. It was Daniel on then, Tuesday, yeah, me on Tosh, Thursday, you, then Eddie, Eddie Griffin, on Friday. and then Dane Cook. So it was like 
four major things. Where, and then you have, we were talking about this Saturday night at the Laugh Factory. What's funny is we're being judged by people who aren't comics. Yeah. So when like a Steve Carell talks about it, it's like, whoa, you're, you're a funny actor. Yeah, you're not stuff. a comic. You never stand in a club in front of people and make them laugh. And it's, it's a different thing because when you're a comic in the, like, when, when there are incidents with comics in the room, right? We all can relate because we've all been in that room. We've right. been in the room where somebody, maybe they didn't throw something at you, but they were, they like lost their mind mm-hmm. right. and nothing was done about it. Or we've been in the situation where the comic makes a joke where taken out of context, it would be a horrible thing to right. say. You know, right. it's like, yeah, that was really funny if Friday you read it at 10 p.m. <laughs> but Monday at 11 on CNN, you sound like a fucked up person. Yeah. You right. know? And, uh oh, swear jar. Uh-oh. You have to put money in the swear no, jar. I, I got it. But that's what uh, uh, I did not know this was a clean podcast. No, no, you can swear, but but when you swear it does good. Okay. Uh, we we donate a dollar and we've already put in a bunch of money, so you, we're fine. Every time we say uh, fuck or shit on the podcast, we give a dollar to the wounded warrior. So far oh, nice. so far me and nice. Reap we're uh, four hundred bucks in. Good. That's wonderful. Yeah, so so yeah, but and then so I did just so people know. That, that you, you actually gave. did right. by right. telling that Ollie story. Roll the toy. I owe you a dollar. Yeah, because people don't realize when, you, you know, how I look at hecklers is you're cancerous. You, you're I, Trust me, I have my stuff already in my head, what I want to say. Right. You jumping in will not enhance it. The thing you think of of yelling was the first thing I thought of. That's why I'm saying the second and third thing. That's right. Is that, because if you think the first thing funny then that's not what's funny. So right. I kind of got this covered. So I just consider it, you are just a big interruption to the show. And now, a lot of times, you verbally have to either beat that person down just to go, okay, so you now you're not going to shut up anymore. That's the only way you can right. spar. Or now, I don't know if the trend is, is you just, you you, you have them bumped. You just go, you're done. You're out of here. It's the worst. I'm not even going to have a fun conversation with you because I don't know if, if you're, you're in crazy. your early 20s. I thought I was having fun with this lady. Yeah, or if you're a young chick, you might start cutting yourself because I made fun of your hoodie. Right. We'd, I, I don't know, you don't know how to handle it. And I'm well, so okay with that. Just give me credit for it. I, well, just, right. just let Here's me get credit. Tell you. If you see a white lady over forty with a flower in her hair, and you're not in Hawaii, then you know some crazy shit. Yeah, about but you to were happen. you were also you were also in Florida, which has taken over as the absolute craziest state in the United yeah, States. And I so, mean, you, what, Florida one thing, is nuts. Like I told you, you should have stood your ground and shot her. Right. I should have. The next you? day, I, I told you should have stood your ground and shot her. And Florida would have said, okay. It, and the next day I walked on stage in a short skirt and a hoodie with Skittles because I was like, I'm gonna, if I'm provoking you, I'm getting laid before I get out of here. You know, it's the, the thing about it, though, is I did not think we were having a spar. I, there are times when you go hard at people and you deserve sometimes. You know that they might be waiting for you. Right. You hold back. The, the whole thing that people don't understand, too, is that we don't even know you exist. It's the audience, your group. It's not some elitist mentality that comics have. We just know you as the audience. There's not individuals to us. I look, yeah, I look at the crowd as one right. crazy like Star Trek entity of, of energy. Right. It's one. Yeah, it's and the I, crowd. And I address, yeah, it's a crowd. It's not this table. But in every crowd, there's it's called subconscious group leaders. So uh, about every 50 pers- people in a crowd has one person that's leading that group. So if one table is chatting... You've lost 50 That's people. That's right. If one person is eating loud, you've lost, or if one person is laughing 
loud, then everybody in that group will kind of do whatever that person's right. doing. So as a comic, you have to look and go, if there's a cancerous person who is chatting here, I have to, for the greater good of the crowd, I have to eliminate that threat. Right. And I did it recently where somebody was loud, and I'm, I'm not a comic who goes after people. I go, you guys are being, I don't know, I want to make you aware you're being disrupt, disruptive, uh, to so much so that I would like you to leave. And I'm going to pay for your entire drinks and your entire food if you say nothing to me as you get up and leave. If you get up and leave and say one thing to me, they're going to kick you out and hand you a bill. Now it's on you. They got up, and I go, boy, you want to say something to me right now, don't you? But you're not. See, now you're antagonistic, yeah. right? So she got about halfway to the door, then motherfucked me. You know what I mean? I'm like, give them the bill, and the whole place you know, went crazy. Well, so but that's – and the, the, for the most part, the audience is with you because that person isn't just disturbing the comic on stage. They're disturbing – all the people. I always talk about this in my show. Like the average person doesn't make twenty dollars an hour. The median income in the United States is twenty-two thousand dollars. That does not equal twenty dollars an hour. So if my tickets are twenty dollars a person, that means two people. That's forty bucks. They got to buy drinks. They have a lot of people have kids. They got to have sitters. Sometimes they pay to park. There's gas. That means they worked an entire day to come see me for an hour and a half. I got to give them a show that's worth a day's worth of work in order for them to come back again. Because well, my livelihood now that's depends I, on that. What I was going to say, the thing with dealing with hecklers, it, it's also where you are on the comedy food chain, right? Because years ago, when we were all in that, you know, salaried headliner group, right, where right. nobody knows who you are, you're just the comic who's at the club right. that weekend. Right, right. You got to deal with hecklers because it's part of the job. And the audience accepts that you know what i mean right but when you become a name when you get the the tv credits whatever, when people come to see you then they want to see you then right. they get mad because this heckler's taking away time from them seeing like like i came to see alonzo or i came to see tammy right. now you're interrupting me seeing tammy because i know who tammy is i want to see her act right so what i do is i'll do a couple of lines with the heckler like to shut him up and i warn him it's like look i do this every day I right. you yeah. know, you I, would think I'm, they would I'm know going it. to win. There's yeah. no question that I'm better yeah. at this than you will ever be because <laughs> you're just the drunk guy from the office showing off, you know, for right. your table. Right. I, this is how I yeah. make my living. I will give you a name that will stay with you for as long <laughs> as these people know you. I say something I you guys couldn't you know, say. I say right. I might not have won on NBC, but I'm sure as hell gonna win here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and the people get a good laugh, and I give you that. Like you yelled out something, I shut you down. Everyone got a good laugh. Now we move on, right. you know. And and I do political stuff, so, right. in, so invariably I'll get that that one right wing person right. or that you know one I love Sarah Palin person, and they'll they'll say something stupid, and I'll win that one. And then we move on. But when and when it becomes angry or poisonous, obviously I'm a big guy, so I don't yeah, worry too much menacing. about the physical. Yeah. 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 The physical thing, they're not going to necessarily rush me. <laughs> no. And I, and I tell them, if so. you're thinking about it, I'm a lot bigger up close. Like from <laughs> right, the back right. of the club, he don't look that big. You know, but, <laughs> don't but, you think, though, that you but, have to be the most dynamic person in the room, though? You have to. Well, you can't ever let them know they rattle you, even if they do. Right. Even you know, if you, they make you mad. You know what are you the can't let them tougher know hecklers to deal with are the ones that, n not the douchey ones, but Women. the ones that are, <laughs> no, but the ones that are just so excited to be there and they're having such a great time that they just kind of express 
you, they're not doing it to right. be disruptive. They're not, and they're just like you say something, and they're like, "Yeah, that's so fun. I do that." Like, so you can't be the dick yeah. who then shuts right, them down because right, right, right. they're just so happy to be there. Right. Those are the fine lines. I, but I, those you got to let them have their fun because just like you yeah. said, Tammy, yeah. you know how much money they spent. Like that's we right. we had that incident in Nashville, right when we were on tour after last right. comic. Where this woman could like she was losing it, you know, when we were on stage because she was so happy and it kind of pissed Gary Goldman off and Gary went off on her and she she left crying like she literally broke down, you know, and then we go outside and it's like, oh, they're on their honeymoon. They drove 300 miles to see you guys because they saw you on TV. We're like. Oh man, this is now it's like you just kicked a puppy. I, uh, <laughs> you know, but I, I had that happen. But you have no way of knowing it. And you forget as a comic where, or you just get, you know, a little bit deep into it like we are, where you actually care about the crowd. I'm not one of these comics that get on stage and just eat it because it's my, I gotta say this and the right, audience right. doesn't mean it. There was a guy at my show in uh, Virginia Beach who they got in a car accident. Uh, a semi hit their car, they spun out, totaled the car. Uh, towed the car away. The guy looks at his wife and says, we're still going to see John Heffern, right? And the wife goes, why are you Aww. kidding me? Our whole night's, you know, we just lost the car. He's like, no, we'll just take a cab and then we'll figure it out. And then they came to the show. So the guy told me that and I was like, can you imagine if that was a show I decided to phone it in? Right. Or if that was the show that I got on stage and somebody was heckling me and I was like, blah, 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 blah. Which then just puts it in perspective, whereas I think as a comic, you need to throw 98 miles an hour every show. Right. Yeah, well, you, you do don't that. have the luxury but I think you of do going. That, you do that for, your, for yourself, right? I mean. Well, I still love it. I yeah, back so do I. I don't, you so know, that's people, the problem. When people say, oh, don't you love making people laugh? It's like. Well, yeah, that's a byproduct of what I do, but I just love doing it. You know, you know what I mean? Right. It's like that. I'm not up there to feed my ego by making you laugh. I, I have something I want to say and it comes out funny and it's great when it does, but that, that can't be the driving force, I don't right. think. Well, you know, it's funny. This woman was right up front. So like what, what America doesn't understand, only a comic would understand if she's right up front. I mean, literally right up front. To me, I equate that as someone who really wants to see me because that's an advanced ticket sale with right. a credit card. That's not a, you know. Yeah, but they probably don't know how horribly offensive and mean you're actually. That's really right. That's, they, well, and that's the other that, thing. Oh, that, that Tammy Pescatelli, well, she's known for ripping heads who knew? off. Who knew? Because that's, that, well, that's to me was what all the, the law enforcement thought. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. All right, so good. Thank God, I'm done. I uh, I went online recently, and I wanted to see. I sometimes I I will Google random ailments I have just to see if I have them. The like, Richard Lewis. I, and that's a like, long list. Yeah, and like I'm convinced I have mesothelioma. Can I say it now? What? That in the past five years. Okay. Uh, I don't he, know if it's you know he always five? had he always had spots of it. He's become an old woman. I, well. Here's, no, it's the OCD. It's it really is. That what it is. It is. Here's, it's but he had process. that. But he's no. He's, but here's he's what full I think I have. An old woman. Here's what I what I what I think I have because uh, noises sometimes will get me almost irate and almost Asperger's. violent. Asperger's. No, <laughs> the the disease I forgot to print it up is called uh, a misphonia. It's 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 some type of disease where if you hear somebody chewing loud, gulping. Uh, sometimes hmm. it's, you know, tapping their leg, ever be around somebody who's like, quit tapping your leg. Right, right, right. They have forms of it. Like if, if I'm at a show and I hear somebody snapping gum, right. nothing derails me more than hearing somebody eating loud 
or snapping gum during a show. I wish you hadn't told me that before we do a show tonight. I once. Because I'm going to find a pack of gum. Right here. It's called misophonia. Unlike whatever, misophonia is a specific of certain sounds. Uh, little is known about the automatic location of the psychological. Blah, 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 blah. What? I can't read this thing. It, yeah, it, it just it, it, it throws off your brain where you do you have any of those? Well, call my husband because I once yelled at him for blinking too loud. He blinks loud. He for blinks real. so loud. But I have superhuman hearing. So but that's not irritating. a disease. That's just being married. <laughs> yeah, Probably. yeah. I, I think there's a, a difference between. But I, are you guys I remember like, a like woman my, yelling at her husband for breathing. Oh, I've had that before. Breathing, breathing loud, or, yeah. or doing. I yeah. asked. I asked at my shows. I always ask that. I go, "What one thing does your partner do that kind of bugs you?" And it's a lot of like gulping, or he smacks his lips, or yeah. I hate Luca. Luca clears his throat on a decibel that just irritates my ears. <laughs> it's such a. That's my you, have, you have misophonia. what? Tell him the dementia story when we were driving here. Okay, what did John says, Johnny just says to us, <laughs> we're driving over because that's we all live together in the same little house. That is, we, Ever since we've last time, we've never we've, left we've, each other's side. We're still in the castle. <laughs> yeah. we all, we're in the tower. We, we all live together. And, and By the way, on a side note, you know how many porns I've seen that have been shot in that <laughs> castle we were in? <laughs> Uh, can is I it tell weird you that story? I randomly come across them where I'm like, oh, that was totally no, you in the want kitchen. No, you porn story? Like, yeah. I don't know if I should even. Uh, I recently saw a porn that was shot from a guy's perspective, and I thought, wow, that voice sounds familiar. Um, and it was my ex. And I totally recognized him in the, I mean, can you imagine watching a porn? And now, is that, is that good for you? Because like in. And we're going to get back to the dementia story, but I, but I just, this is a male female thing with porn because with men, if if you hook up with a porn star, that's points in the man world. Like he's not a porn star; he's just like a random douche. Well, that's that what I'm saying, though. But like perspective, like not for, even willing to put his own face on. But what I'm saying is, like for a guy, when a guy hooks up with a porn star, like that's a great story. Like you tell your boys, right. like, oh man, like if you see a porn on, you're like, oh, I did her. Guys are like, yeah, you the man. So you've done the guy in the porn. Now, in the woman's world, do you get points for that? No, it's worse to see him bang someone else. And even though I don't like him, and then I got to recognize him by his pee. It's just horrible. Okay, okay, like let me a, ask you this question. It's a bad rape thing. How did you? Uh, I don't want to get in. <laughs> <I don't> want... <laughs> well, I one gonna... time when I was fishing. <laughs> it's a runaway story. I don't want what? But what, it was honey? just randomly you happened to come across? Were you, were you searching Johnny. for him? Or were you just, no. you know, you're just, yeah. it's a Friday no, night Johnny. after a show. Yeah. You went to the vending machine. You bought some munchos. Got a little Funyuns next to you. Maybe uh, a Mountain Dew. Do, and then your brain somehow, is thinking, I shouldn't have a Mountain Dew. It's two in the morning. But yeah, what? And then I'll check my email. Uh, I'll Twitter. Hey, what's on this website? Yeah. Because that's usually, I just describe pretty mm -hmm. much every Friday. Night. I went to Google something <laughs> and it just popped up. Let's just say, All you right. know what I mean? Like it was just, it was an ad. Back to dementia. <laughs> you girls Google porn or no, do girls have a kidding. site they it's go to? Pornhub. It's free porn. You know what I don't like about those? Uh, is. You, they, there should be a disclaimer if you're watching a porn and you think it's a girl and then it turns out not to be. I've never seen that. I've had that. That doesn't happen accidentally. No, yeah, it does. When it's called it, ladyboy.com. It doesn't yeah. say that. Tranny, it doesn't. No. Sometimes the titles are dicks. misleading. Sometimes the title. Again, has that ever happened to you? It happens. No, it he's happens. lying. His name is Gint. Yeah, he's a Gint. We keep him in a box. <laughs> Under the steps. 
Um, so, so your your thing, and then you heard the guy's voice. I heard his first one. I saw his hands, and I'm like, okay, because I'm like all I'm about hands. So I'm like looking at his hands. And I'm like, oh, those are nice hands. And then I'm like, I I know those hands. They look like somebody's hands. And then I saw. I felt those hands. The, then I, right then I then I'm really listening to the voice, right? And I'm hearing. And then the way that he talks or things that he said. It was a guy that I dated for a long time, like years. Uh, and uh, and you found this randomly. I swear to God, I've never seen it. Yeah, call Kathleen. I, I I was having a heart attack. Um, then then when you saw like full frontal, I was like, holy shit! You, so you recognized him just just from his, uh, his hands, his voice, his mannerisms with his speech and mannerisms. Is that what the kids are calling it yes. now? <laughs> and his man. Hey, check out his mannerisms. Yeah, I can't wait to run into him. Well, like, it's fun. not worth a phone call to call him to tell him I saw it, but I can't wait to see him because he has no idea that someone would see it. Like, what are the odds? Not what are the odds someone would see it that knows him, let alone like someone he used to date. You know I don't know I mean? if I've ever watched a porn with the sound on. Yeah, well, I am a girl. Well, John's accidentally run into a few mannerisms in his porn search. Yeah, apparently. Uh, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll talk about that when we uh, come back. Heffern and Reap will be right back. I'm just addicted to it. Oh, yeah. Just all around cool. They're awesome. Number one. <laughs> You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift-giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. The Kings can wear their crown. The Stanley Cup comes to Los Angeles for the first time ever. A Stanley Cup for the Los Angeles Kings. Own the 2012 NHL champs on Blu-ray combo pack and DVD. Dustin Penner has sent the Kings to the final. Get exclusive Blu-ray content, including extended interviews and parade celebration. What a move by Kopitar! Experience the historical run. Say bye, quick! Own the official NHL Los Angeles Kings 2012 Stanley Cup champions on Blu-ray combo pack and DVD July Saturday night, August 25th. It's the hottest party to hit the West Valley since, well, ever. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. You're doing shows out in the garage? This is classy. <laughs> See Heidi, Frank, Smees, and their cast of characters doing their live stage show. You know what I mean? There's nothing like watching water run down this body. <laughs> Plus, the Tasty Thieves will rock the house. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. Saturday night, August 25th. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster or Canyon If you haven't been listening to App Addicts... Speaking of dumb apps, I mean, we got this cow tipping, uh, crazy flipping app, yeah. and uh, there's this National Threat Advisory app. And it is oh. should be the crap app of the week. I mean, all the app does is it shows you the latest advisory level from Homeland Security, right? This is to keep you in fear. No updates, no info, yeah. no news, no reason, nothing except a color advisory level stating that we're at, you know, a possible problem. Yeah, well, Defcon 7. level because some guy that looked a little brown got on an airplane and pulled on his underwear. App Addicts, Fridays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Heffern and Reef. Follow them on Twitter. Totally for sure. At Heffern and Reef. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffern and Reap Show. We are back from that break because, like I said, it's tough. Uh, you know, you listen to 14 minutes of a podcast. You need to stop in the middle of it for five minutes just to regroup. So I think it's important that we do that uh, every uh, podcast. I think we stop. See, if I was running places around here, I, I wouldn't do that. But sometimes you forget that, you know, we don't pay for studios and they have people working for us. So that is the price we pay. That's right. We have to stop, play Gint a little bit. needs thing. a break. Gint, Gint needs cannot a break work an hour. Potty break. And this is so much better than doing the podcast at my house because we would have been interrupted 700 times from my wife uh, asking questions just <laughs> randomly. You're going to get to well, the garbage, the last you're going to do this, and you're like, hey, I'm doing a show. The last time I did the Heffron Reap podcast, do we remember where we did that? A a house, friend, right? uh, where were we? At some friend of yours house in Burbank. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. At an apartment. Yeah. yeah. So now, mm. I mean, look, look how nice it's moved up. It's a studio. It's got Chinese lanterns. It's uh, <laughs> talk That's about yourselves real quick. And it's got no reap. No, I know. Although, although that was our whole point. Let's go. Let's leave. Yeah, let's go. Because he told us there'd be. We live with Heffron. We know Heffron. Well, speaking of that, let's try this. There's a guest on the phone. Now, if we hit the middle right there, if I did it correctly, if I hit this button, did I hit it? I think you did. You hey, hit Gint, it. Gint, you, you have one up. job, Gint, and, and that's to make sure I don't look dumb and then you leave. Well, he's you know, gone. You kids today. I know. I mean, it, it, it's serious. Can, can you find good help that you don't pay? We can you find? By the, there he is. Help. He's got they a thumbs up. Hungry He's hungry. Now, now can we he do it like here. we're professional and we, if this isn't our first uh, uh, rodeo? There's a guest on the phone. Here we go. Hello, guest on the phone. Hey. Uh, hi, this is uh, uh, John Heffern from the John Heffern. Uh, Where's, where's uh, John Reap? You know what? He, um, let's just I say. Let, uh, you got to let him talk more. Where, how come he's not saying nothing? <laughs> well, let's see. John went away, and in Hollywood terms, he went away because he was very tired. Uh, <laughs> John was suffering from exhaustion. And needed to go someplace. Was that a word? Exhaustion. I started to say exhaustion. <laughs> That's a combination of wow. like exhaustion and indigestion. John, John is really <laughs> suffering if he has exhaustion. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear it. He's a friend of mine. He looked so good last I saw him. That's a, that's a southern term. For those of you listening on the, on the phone. It's a piggly wiggly. Uh, right now, this would be uh, John Reap, uh, as we like to come. Hold on, John. You haven't heard this yet. This is for when I play stand-up of you. Oh. Uh, whenever you decide the grace again, I had the guy just do this. Ready? Listen. Okay. Reap. I like that. That so. was wonderful. <laughs> Reap. Nice. Reap. Wow. Reap. That's wonderful. We miss you. I miss you guys. Thanks for filling in. Oh, my God. You're like a big movie star now? That's right. Congrats, man. Here. I'm actually sitting here in a uh, hotel room in Pontiac, Michigan. Not not even Detroit. Pontiac, Michigan. Right. At nice. a uh, residence inn. And uh, I was just uh, trying to, um, you know. What did you in a Michael Moore movie? <laughs> you just yeah, ruined yeah. the fantasy for so many fans. Yeah, we just said you're away doing a movie, and now you just said you're in Pontiac, Michigan. Which, by the way, that entire city almost was up for sale. There was a point in Pontiac, Michigan, where they were selling every municipal building in that entire city. Wow. Yeah. And I bet you, you had a, a plot here. to buy them. You could get a house for like twenty bucks out here. I mean, it, it, there's whole neighborhoods for sale. It's insane. So uh, you're on the movie set, 
And you've yeah. been on the movie set for... Is that your phone, Alonzo, making that weird? Dude, I no. think it's this shitty Pon- hotel phone I'm on right now. Oh, uh, yeah, because they're probably tapping your phone. Look at John <laughs> Lee depositing money to the Wounded Warriors uh, from Pontiac, Michigan. So, but, Johnny, who else is on the phone? I mean, who else is on the film with you? I didn't hear the bell go off, so I'll just do it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a weekend. Do you have any good uh, Hollywood insider stories? So when your uh, movie that John Reap is on, uh, we can watch it and go, oh, yeah, we totally knew that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's just not going to come out for like a year or so, but it, they're calling it right now the Untitled Tornado Project. And who else is on the film with you? Would we know any of the names? You might. There was, uh, do you watch, um, uh, uh, what's that zombie, Walking Dead? Yeah. Sure. The, uh, the lead girl in that is, um, is in this. Then you've got a guy Richard Armitage is in it who did he's doing the Hobbit right now. Yeah, I've okay. heard of him. Um, and then you've got uh, Matt Walsh who's a, a funny stand. He was a, he was the asshole doctor thing uh, and um, in the uh, the Hangover. Oh, okay. He was in Ted. He was like he's been in lots of stuff. You know. His face. Yeah. Now, John, I was watching on your wife's uh, Facebook page as I'm wondering. What are you doing there? Get off of that. <laughs> he knows you're out of town, <laughs> yeah, so he's trying to close the deal. This is Hollywood. You I keep checking in at random <laughs> restaurants within a walking distance of your apartment, but she's not picking up on the clue. But I see on there that she's uh, oh, no, she's picking up on it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that she's worried because apparently. You're doing your own stunts on this movie. Oh wow! She's just saying that. I, I, I had to. Uh, I'm going to get sucked up by a tornado. And that's awesome. That's the only stunt I really have. Spoiler to Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> now you're fired. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. I, I now, correct but, me if I'm wrong, Reap, but a guy from the south getting sucked up out of a trailer in a tornado—that's not that unusual, <laughs> is it? <It's- laughs> well, you added trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we. Trust me, he held back. He wanted to say dog and pickup. <laughs> so, John. Well, it's funny. My character is basically, I mean, shocker, huge, sort of rednecky, uh, white trash guy. I got a little partner, and we were like Sounds one like of these stunt guys. Like, we, um, we were just trying to get famous off creating crazy YouTube videos and uh, trying to get rich that way. And uh, we see these tornado chasers come through our town, and we decide we want to be like them, and we take our piece of shit, ding, uh, <laughs> Toyota truck, and we put like. Uh, two befores on it, and uh, you know this paneling and stuff, and we call ourselves the Twister Hunters. And uh, so the only stunt I'm doing is when I, they harness me, uh, they put a harness on me and they suck me up at like you know 50 feet in the air to uh, look like I'm getting sucked into a tornado. Uh, so that that's that's a lot of fun actually. That's, that's not even that dangerous. It's just fun. And so besides them putting you up in a hotel with a hideously his, hissing uh, phone, yeah. uh, what <laughs> kind of um, how long are your days? I always wonder about that. I've never yeah. been on a movie. Like, so are uh, all day? Is it crazy? Are, are you shooting stuff and then the are you Pontiac TMZ are all over you? Or is it a lot of waiting around? It's a lot of waiting around. They got me up here for uh, till October 1st. Oh, my God. They're going to have me. I mean, but they say that they could be done uh, before that, which I doubt it. But uh, it's like I get uh, picked up at like 10 o'clock in the morning or 9. We drive like an hour to the where the base camp is. Okay. And then you have a breakfast burrito, and then you go to your little trailer, which is not a full trailer. It's like a third of a trailer. Um, but it's pretty cool. It's got a little uh, uh, TV, fridge, microwave. They got Wi-Fi. You know, I got a bathroom. So it's, you, know, it's, you just get a little bed. Just, you know, just go in and take a nap. And then you go, the, you go there, you eat your burrito, and then uh, you put a hair and makeup, which takes all of two seconds for me. 
Um, right. Because you're a guy getting sucked up by a tornado. Right. So yeah, how is, good does your hair have to look? The part in my hair. Right. Um, so, um, and then I go back to my Twitter and just hang out until they call me. And that usually, like, it's been like they wait until like 6 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. And then I get called and I do, like, four takes of a scene and then we're done. <laughs> what a job. Every day, though, John? I got to get up, go to work, have breakfast, yeah. take a nap. Right? <laughs> that's, that's how my day starts. Right. Uh, me, no wonder everyone wants to be a movie star. And That's go, the greatest windy. job it's description windy. I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to get on one of these. It's the best. How many days do you work, though? Do you, do you have a bunch of days that you're not working? Because you can't. Like right are you, now. Yeah, yeah I didn't work today, and I don't know until like the next day if I'm going to be working. Got um, it. Because a lot of it is dependent on the weather. They need the skies to be gray looking. Um, right. So if it's like really sunny out like it is today, they're going to shoot the high school scenes, like the in the in, in interior stuff. So, you know, it was just a lot of, uh, like, I, I didn't do shit today. I just <laughs> sit here just looking up uh, Timmy Pascatelli's ex-boyfriend porn. <laughs> hey, have you ever yeah. been looking at porn yeah. and just See. accidentally had a dick just Seen a pop penis. up? <laughs> yeah, that randomly happens. Sometimes. I right? Know, no, he, he's so, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not <laughs> Johnny, no, that's no, not, no, only heaven. I can tell I don't you, know how it you... affected me so bad, I can't even tell you what the porn was. I bet you can, but that's because you favorite it. I want to know. (laughs) You saw the back shot. You just saw the back shot of this person, and then it's somehow, and then you never saw any of the stuff. So from the back, you thought it was a woman. Yes, and then you saw, you didn't see any of the stuff, and then they kind of hang out, as people in porn do, and then all of a sudden, it's, because it's am, and you're like, what am I watching? (laughs) And then it's like you're in the crying game when you're in the shower, to the point where it ruined my going online, like, now I own, like, I'm afraid to go to certain certain sites, because... So could it be that your wife planted this porn bomb to stop you from checking porn when you're on the road. There no, you go. No, my wife, the only thing my wife would complain about if she ever checked into my browser would be this website that tells you the value of your home. It's like Zillow.com. You, oh, right, ty- right, you right. type in your address and tells you what your house is. She would rather catch me looking at porn than looking at the value of my house because I will look at the value of my house and walk around more bummed than seeing lady tranny porn because my house has lost so much value. So like, so I check into it on a daily basis going, oh, two dollars. So, We're up two dollars. Yeah, We're up yeah. $2. So she would rather catch me uh, looking at porn. Well, I'm probably going to get divorced after that statement that I just happened to tell everybody. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know what's crazy. You know, randomly, accidentally falling into tranny porn or accidentally falling into ex-boyfriend porn. I- One of them seems, I would say, if you were to say you were searching for one of them, which one could you accidentally find more? No, because I swear to God, he has no, there's nothing about it. Like, if I show you the thing, there's nothing about it that would lead you to him. That's why he shot it from the camera's perspective. There's no face. Right. There's so no... when you two were together, you kept the videos at home. You didn't <laughs> that... go yeah. public. Wait, 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 yeah, did you recognize that ass at all? And <laughs> it didn't remind <laughs> you of yours. I have to tell you, that's the truth. Because then you go, wait a second. And then you try to search that person's account. Because I don't know how many other, you know, how did many you, other videos you, are there. Tammy, did you recognize the chick he was with in that video? It's too? a weird thing. She looked vaguely familiar, but a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> So it could have been your Wasn't ass. me, it was Chelsea Perez. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John, so you're uh, on the movie set for a while, but we're going to see you in, in here sometime soon because last week I did the show without you. Almost had a little mild breakdown. 
uh, some of the tweets where people were saying that I was complaining that we don't have any listeners. I, I said that one time. You the, complaining? The, the only thing I said is, is because we don't have a website or anything, I have no idea how many people are, uh, do listen to the show because I've seen no stats. That's right. the only, so it wasn't me complaining. It's just like, I'm just saying, I don't, I would like to know numbers. First That's of all. all, well, let's go back to the, the original he was idea. complaining. Right. And so, yeah. and I were driving, listen to this, Reap, we're driving in the car with Efren and we're on our way here and I think he didn't think we were going to show up. So he had made sure that we met him before. <laughs> he blamed <laughs> it on a parking pass. And to show but- you how <laughs> I don't like change in my life, John, I actually parked where I parked to pick you up. Just to let you know. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, That's a long walk. Right. So he, uh, so we're driving over here and he goes, yeah, guys, I, I think I have Alzheimer's. Oh, I forgot my papers. <laughs> John. Yeah. Reap, when did he become an old woman? I'm worried about him. I don't know. I think he's always been an old woman. See, maybe I just, I just didn't know. notice it. I'm, I'm in yeah. the middle. I believe that there were there were glimpses of it, but I think he's now just predisposed. Yeah. Now, Tammy, you were on his season of Last Comic Standing, right? Yeah, all of us. The yeah, three we of us. were on together. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. So you guys were experienced it up close and personal a lot, way before I did. The well, only obsession I remember with Hef was how much money did we make? Well, yeah. Johnny and I went I on the road for a long time week. afterwards. And so there was all our little idiosyncrasies, I think, came out, too. I would do that, John. Uh, we, you know, on our show, I kept asking Alonzo, <laughs> if, if I stay in the house one more week, how much money do you make? Because you make, for, for those listening, right. you, you get union union dues or union scale. Right. So it, it's like if you do The Tonight, if I was to do The Tonight Show and Tom Cruise does The Tonight Show, we get paid the same because it's one appearance. So I believe it was $600 a week. Yeah, something like or that. Something no, like not that. a week. It was a day. We Because we got paid for the day and you got paid for when it aired. Okay. So, right. so in my brain, though, I kept going, if I don't get voted out of the house... One more week, I'm totally buying that massage chair at Chopper Image. Like oh my that's, God, it was the yeah, massage chair. Right, right. <laughs> but it was the, thing the was, massage chair. Oh, you might remember it yeah. being in your brain, but we, we remember it being right. out loud was, that we had was. to listen to. And you know what it was? It was the video game chair. It was the, right, the right. live the gaming chair. Ca- calves in case because you became such a sloth. <laughs> I will tell you this. Here's what I remember, Johnny. This is what I remember. He literally, we we get to Vegas and... Now they're announcing the 10 people who are going into the house. And the curtain closes, and we're all back there. And John looks at me and goes, so we're going to make at least 100 grand this year. <laughs> this is a six-figure year. This is a six-figure year. <laughs> I've been to his house. I've seen It's a six-figure year. <laughs> You've seen the chair, and the chair now is completely it's in the way of everything. value, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I want to get rid of the chair. Yeah, I want to get rid of the chair, but at the same token, I'm like, I don't want to get rid of the chair. You can't ever get rid of the chair. It's a big purchase. Because the chair, this chair represents, I don't know what it represents, but I literally, that would people go, how, how, how'd you win last comic? What, what, how'd you think of your act? I don't know. I was just working for a massage chair. Right. It was the yeah. only thing that was in my Focused. head. Well, we all, you know, we all got health insurance. That was the yeah, year that, that we was, became that adults and year. we got health insurance. That, that was, was the big year. And the year after I had a health insurance, yeah. I had residual was, health yeah. insurance. Hey, John, maybe you could auction the chair off to, and then give, uh, you know, raise money for the Wounded Warriors Project. You know, maybe we could do, we'll do we could do something like that. That would be cool. Yeah. Hey, John, want to play a game? Of course. Okay. Usually now you now you'll know what it what it feels like to be on the yeah. other end here. Okay. Oh God. All right. Every one he gets wrong, we donate a dollar to the Wounded Warriors. John, I don't have to explain the game to you. Uh, yeah. You know what it is. Ready? Right. You're gonna have to pick A or B. A. 
All right. You got me first. Okay, here you go. This is either a great roller coaster or a bad movie. John is on a set of a movie. It's not right. going to be a bad movie, but that's why I picked this. Is it a, a great roller coaster or a bad movie? John, first one, Millennium Force. Millennium Force. Unlike John's breakdancing group that was called Cosmic Force. <laughs> Uh, back in the 80s, which we got to figure that out. We got to find more Cosmic Force members, John. But uh, bad yeah. movie or roller coaster? A roller coaster, B movie, Millennium, Millennium Force. Force. Yes. You're saying Millennium Force? Yes. Oh, I'm going to say that that is a bad roller coaster. You'd be correct. Yeah. Clappity clap, clap, clap. Wait, but he, he, he said a bad, a bad roller, roller coaster. coaster. He picked Good both move, answers. Rick. That was Good wonderful. Move. Oh, wait, what? That's right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the judges. Yeah. It's supposed to be great roller coaster or bad movie, <laughs> and he oh, said bad, bad roller coaster because he's brilliant. We heard it. He's he loses that one. Yeah. That's a great movie, my bad. Now, watch this. Here's what I do sometimes uh, to dumb people down a little bit to make it a little bit harder. I don't know if I, it By works. the way, I got all of them right. Yeah. I don't want to brag or anything, but that's I won this position. Let's play the game. All right, here we go. Oh, Alonzo, we'll play next, but hold on. Ready? We'll do this. Okay, here we go. Uh, next one. Is it a great roller coaster or bad movie? Agent Red. Bad movie. You're right. Yes. He's there, good. There you go. He's good. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren was also in, in, in the in the movie. That's what was there. We need clapping uh, when someone. Yeah. Here's the next one. Uh, I last feel one. Like the early Howard Stern yeah. years. Great roller coaster, bad movie. The Riddler's Revenge. Uh, that's a uh, uh, roller coaster. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You're all right. Woo! Maybe Where did all those people come from? Maybe we need to make the game. Um, I don't know how to say this. Maybe we need to make the game harder. Let me let me ask Alonzo. Like how? John, do you have more time? Do you have to go off and be uh, Hollywoody? Uh, no, I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I got nothing to do. He's okay. got to file a restraining order against his stalker. At some point, I, at some point, I got to go down to the lobby and get the free uh, Salisbury steak that they're serving, and that's it. I haven't had. I love those residents in. <laughs> I love them. They have yeah. the meals, but it's do they? yeah. They have a Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're like ass out. Like you're just walking around going, "Where's my free stuff? Where's my yeah. free stuff?" It's like a little studio apartment. They got like a. Oh, full I thought fridge. they just had free cookies. No, they no, residents in, they have full meals. At 5 o'clock every night, they have some kind of 5 to 7. You guys have been there, right? We used to play the Dayton Daddy. Funny Bone or Jokers in Dayton. When you guys That's are at your hotel, do you let uh, housekeeping in your room at Never. all during no. the course of the week? You yeah, I do. Mark I Curry care. told me not to. Bill Cosby told him not to because they said that he, the story goes is that they believe that because we're on television, we have a lot of money and that anything that they would take, they can we could replace. So I've never had anything stolen by a maid think, or a housekeeper. I don't think any of the maids that I let in here even know who the hell I am anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid they're going to like tweet from my account or something like that. I just don't like anybody in my space. I'm also like really kind of But it's weird a fresh like room that. like then you go to a show and you come back and then your room yeah. is in a, a pigsty. Yeah. I I don't care. I might start. I clean I make my own bed at the hotel. I'm I will say though scary. without I don't know if you uh That would freak them out, Tam. If they you come know, in to clean and you've already made up your own bed, I do. they'd be I like, what the hell? I clean my own room. I, I, you I know. do that sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like to like let them in and just sit here and watch them while I watch TV. <laughs> well, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of times the clubs will, will send a, a car service to pick you up that's in, in your thing, so you don't right. have to hitchhike back to the club. Do you realize how much money less I've paid a year because I, I did a show with Alonzo and John Reap. I forgot this was a year or two ago. Weird thing, and I said how much I tip those guys, and you guys both said I was crazy. So because of you, um, they get less money because oh, of you. Thanks. Guys. 
Just to let you know. Don't pin it on us. No, it was you guys. Car service. I don't. Yeah. You don't take them now. No, no. Let's say, but now that I don't know. Okay, like the car service that takes me to the airport, or the guy picking me up from picks you up from the airport. You arrive in whatever city you're going. Thing the guy drives you thirty minutes. What what do you what do you give that guy at? uh, at Sometimes it depends on how long the ride, but ten or twenty bucks. Ten or twenty. Do you tip the guy more? Because there are two different car servers. There's, we'll meet you outside, and you got to flag the guy down. Or guy who comes in that guy holding something. He gets the 20. You give him 20 bucks, the guy who meets you at the thing. Mm-hmm. And then you scale it down, the guy who you have to find. Well, in that's what we said we give, 10 or 20. But, but I, I base said- it more on the length of the ride. Well, sometimes those guys already get tip anyway. Like they already, they, 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 they always, do, but they always already all get tipped. We only do this so they don't talk about you. Yeah. And they talk that's about the every reason. other comp. That's, that's they, the whole reason. I've but never I give been them in a 10 car. Or Twenty based on the length of the like. If it's so if what's it's, the thing? If it's if, ten minutes, if it's like you know the hotel's right there, I'll probably give them ten. But otherwise, if it's a half, if it's a half hour drive, I definitely get a guy twenty bucks. But yeah. I tip everybody. I put down the money. I leave I, it for I the maid. The, I she tip, doesn't even do I anything. I tip the maid. What do you tip the maid? I leave. I leave money for the maid. Well, depending uh, on how much. But I used to take sleeping pills, and I would eat at night. And there's been times where I've woke up where obviously I was eating tomato, like tomato soup, and I fall asleep where my mattress is completely red. Oh come and on, John! Again, I swear to God that happened. No, you know I have told that story before. Tammy, you know what happens to. Old women who oh fall asleep God. while they're my eating. My tomato I soup. You, I took my sleeping pills and he, my tomato soup. He has soup become spilled. an old woman. That's an old my, woman's next story. Next to my sweater. I was taking my, <laughs> my medication. My argyle sweater. Oh, oh Lord. My medication put me to sleep. He's, and then I was I watching Matlock. I have talked about this before <laughs> where I eat when I'm on sleeping pills. Like I will go in my room. There'll be no food. And I'll wake up and I've apparently made four Easy Mac and cheese that put you put <laughs> water in and microwave it, where there'll be four of them completely destroyed, and I don't remember getting them. Yeah. You're like that little kid. Do you ever see those shows where they have to chain the refrigerator because the kid wakes <laughs> up and he eats in the middle of the night? But I've woken up where I've, I had tomato soup, and then I woke up the next morning, my shirt all red, sheets all Didn't red. you think somebody killed somebody? I thought somebody? somebody slit my throat. I completely jumped up and grabbed my throat. It's like the godfather minus the horse. And, and, oh, you know what? And in Montreal. And that's why he doesn't let the maid in. Because maids are known to slit your throat in your sleep <laughs> and then from pour the tomato soup on you. And then we never heard from that lady yeah. no, boy it again. Hooker, right. that was, it was the lady boy hooker who came boy. in. There was, as we're doing this, when I was in Montreal. Only uh, your friends could rag you like this. Like, this doesn't happen from regular guests. Okay, when I was in Montreal, okay, this Only past week, who this is the you. last time. I had a protein drink, like one of those chocolate, you know, Stop meal replacement bragging. things, right? And I took a sleeping pill and I fell asleep and I woke up to, uh, I, I guess, here, let me show the camera for those of you watching. But I woke up to that. You shit the bed, that Johnny. Is not, that is look, not. Look, Alonzo, that is I it? fell I asleep. It I, looks like, <laughs> don't show me your bed shit. I didn't shit I the bed. I shark. fell asleep no. with a chocolate thing. Oh, so my I God. Had to in leave your ass. Here. That's where you fell I'm asleep with a chocolate that looks, thing in I'll, your ass. I will show Sammy, that. Sammy, let me tell you why that was a horrible experience. Because while we were at the hotel in Montreal, 
they went on strike. Yeah, the, so right. there was no maid service. There was nobody cleaning about, up. So you had but to also, sleep that's why, with a quote chocolate milk bed. Uh, that was chocolate for a milk. Week. Please, that John, that is why they hate <laughs> Americans. That's what you did in Montreal. But I tip. How, how, how much do uh, I leave money for at the end? Especially if I do something like well, that. Well, if you if, if you're you chocolate milk milking the bed, <laughs> you should leave some money. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. That one actually. I, I took all the sheets no off. No wonder you have Alzheimer's. Hey, it's convenient. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey, Reap, when you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. take this show on the road, be sure and get a separate room. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh hey, guys, God. real quick, because we have a minute, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go round robin and everybody can plug stuff. Hold on, uh, John Reap, we'll let you go first. Ready? Uh, hold on. John, where you at over the next couple of weeks? Uh, well, I may be in uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the Chattanooga Comedy Catch, uh, August 16 through 19, and Great. then uh, in September, Jacksonville Comedy Zone, Tammy. Oh, boy, All right, here baby. we go. Tammy. Uh, next week, uh, be at the Comedy Works in Denver, the South Club. Perfect. Alonzo. This weekend, I am at Dr. Grin's in uh, Grand Rapids, and Sunday, I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena. Heffron. Heffron. Yeah, uh, I will be in Atlanta, whatever date it is now, then this, the and then the last part, I will be in Louisville, uh, uh, chat myself, and then after that, I am in San Francisco. Uh, we're going to get the Heffron and Weep, uh, Weep, we're we going to get the Heffron and Weep website up where we he, quick. He can't talk anymore. He's yeah. a mess. He is yeah. a mess. But always make sure, oh, by the way, the totals, uh, Reap, you've uh, donated $5 to the Wounded Warriors because uh, you swore. Uh, I had a light one, uh, 3 bucks, so 8 bucks. The show went right. to uh, the Warriors. I thought I donated a buck. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, and I need to give a couple because I didn't. You're in the mix. Because you with your chocolate. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get our uh, website up to date, uh, John, you know, one, yeah. one day, right? One of these days we'll have a website. All right, perfect. And, uh, guys, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank yes. you, oh my sir. God, my pleasure. Make Thank sure, you so much. Make Listen, sure I'm not guys... sitting. We're catching our own ride to the to the. Let's see. Let's go see what he's forgotten. What if, what yeah. By the way, me and sleeping the, pill and shits yeah. the car. The, by the <laughs> way, the, the, the three of us are going to do a show with Jay Leno. So yeah. collectively, all three of us, we're going to ask him uh, how come he never has a son. Any of us on the show. So we'll let you know how that works out, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, Follow them on Twitter. Totally for sure. Heffron and Reap. Efren and Reap. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> all the uh, radio announcements actually have a personality. They're not sitting there all monodrone. They always are coming up with new stuff, new twists. Yeah! Uh, every once in a while, you guys are not boring. <laughs> You're listening to Heffron and Reap. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.